Back in June of 2020, one of rap's most polarizing figures, Kanye West, announced his new album Donda, named after his late mother. We caught up with Kanye fan and pedestrian TV writer Michael DiOrio and what it's like to be a Kanye fan in this day and age. I would never personally admit out loud <laughs> that I'm a Kanye fan. Because um, there's a lot of like shame and stigma and like, I, I personally, I don't, I appreciate the music more than the person and I feel like um, a lot of the antics have made it very difficult to kind of talk about uh, liking him and his music there's a lot of just shame around that and a lot of um like i still critique a lot of the things he does as a as a as a listener so i find it like hard to admit that you like his music because you know what i mean there's just so much negativity around some of the stuff he does and then back in july of this year it was announced that kanye will be releasing donda but not before a listening party at mercedes-benz stadium in atlanta we caught up with Kanye Supervans and hosts of the Talking Yeezus podcast, Austin and Brandon, for their take on the first listening party and what the feeling was. We've been through this before. Like, you know, it was ever since like the life of Pablo, uh, Ye had a listening party. And then I don't remember if Jesus is King had one, but like, no, I, none of us expected it. After this first party, there was still no album premise that wasn't too out of the ordinary for his fans. I actually knew the album wasn't going to drop because if you're a Kanye fan, you know how like um, he is with these things. Um, I definitely think the first listening party and like some of the gimmicks from the second were planned, but it eventually became this kind of live studio sessions experience for him to test out what the songs would sound like live in a studio. Um, well, now he's claiming that the album wasn't supposed to come out, so I feel like he would have done a million of these parties um, until he was 100% happy with his album, because we've seen that he sometimes is a super perfectionist when it comes to his music. Um, but, you know, some fans on, like, Kanye forums and stuff like that would like to believe that, you know, um, it was his intention to make it like, you know, a live album experience, this next level music experience where people get to witness music being created in real time. I don't think he thought that far ahead. He was just um, trying to see how things sounded in a live setting. Uh, put a few really spectacular looking stunts in there, um, but I think it could have been forever and it was just cut short by the fact that the album came out before he wanted it to. A second listening party was then announced, where the album sounded much more complete and finished. It's really feeling like the album was on its way. Um, so like, going going from the first one to the second one, I was actually really uh, surprised with... Uh, well, I guess not surprised, but like, I was delightfully pleased with how much changes he had made, like, here and there. Um, like, I think from the first to the second um, listening party, that was like the biggest jump in terms of he added a bunch of new songs. Uh, some of the produ production was changed. That's when Kid Cudi was added to Moon. So it's like, it was really uh, refreshing to see that. Uh, so the first listening party was great. Uh, second listening party was cool. Third listening party, or there was only two or three, whatever. Um, I lose track because it's just 
I just wanted the album. <laughs> I just I just wanted the album at the end of the day. Um... Then after days with still no album, a third listening party was announced in Kanye's hometown of Chicago, which was full of newsworthy moments. Featuring recently cancelled celebrities like DaBaby and Marilyn Manson, appearing to get remarried to his ex-wife Kim Kardashian, and even setting himself on fire. My, in my opinion, Kanye knows what people don't want to hear and what people don't want to see. And so he will say those things and he'll do those things and he'll believe that he's doing that under, you know, the guise of being a genius. Um, and it'll attract people to his message, it'll attract people to the album rollout because he only ever says things controversial when he's about to release an album. I've been here for quite a few album rollouts um, and he, he always, like, comes from the woodworks and says something crazy when his album's about to come out, and then his album will come out and you'll never hear from him again, so. Then there was still no album and no clear word of when it was expected. But on August 29, fans across the world were finally gifted Donda, but not without a comment from Kanye. With a rare post on his Instagram, the Universal uploaded the album without its permission. Um, I think it's just, I, I don't know who to believe. Um, because the album dropped, Within uh, probably Kanye made his statement hours later after the internet had a chance to completely listen to this multiple times, make millions of memes about it. And so we're expected that Kanye is just last minute. It's like, oh, wait, my album's out. I think he would be the first to know. So it just doesn't make sense that they would release an album without his consent. I feel like um, Kanye is the most powerful artist in the world. And he has control over his music. He doesn't have control over his masters, but he has the control over how it's released. And I don't believe that he did not want this album released. 